So Ryan Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha, we're on page Dalad Shin, which is 304. We uh, began the um, the, pers- uh, the understanding of if we're not feeling the light and how we arouse ourselves. So the Tzaddik has one more point in section Gimel at the bottom of the page. And he says that not only regarding Shabbos, there's an idea of feeling the light, but there's also this concept when we do each and every mitzvah, every time we do a mitzvah, we put on tefillin, we separate challah from the dough. A light descends from above and opens up and illuminates a tremendous light into the heart of a Jew. And that's called a supernal light that comes at the time when you do the mitzvah. Now, a person may see that there are times he doesn't merit to feel this light, but he needs to know that if a person on his own volition tries to feel something or makes an effort to enter some kind of feeling, and doing the mitzvah with his heart, certainly there's a light that's coming down, even if he doesn't feel it. And that's what we have to remember. The light coming from above does not depend on us feeling the light in a revealed way in our heart. But it all depends on what our heart desires and the efforts that we make to bring down the light. And therefore, we need to know and believe that since a person prepares himself and yearns for the light of Hashem, Hashem is happy with him, and Hashem will give him a full light. And certainly, if a person merits and receives and feels the light, and the neshama reveals the precious light, uh, that's an amazing thing. But even if it remains buried inside your neshama and you don't feel it at all, it doesn't change the reality because Hashem certainly, you certainly receive the light and over time it will affect positive changes within the person if you realize it or not. The fact you don't feel it is not a sign that you didn't get the light. But that's the nature of spiritual light, that sometimes it comes in a way that we can't feel it in the heart. Sometimes Hashem opens our hearts and we can feel the light. Sometimes we He doesn't. And the truth is, the main point of the light of mitzvahs is the neshama comprehending Hashem to the degree that that mitzvah brings that reality in in its unique way. And the Comprehension of the soul is an inner comprehension that doesn't depend on my external feelings at that moment. Now, there are many times that when the Nisama comprehends the light, the person feels it too, and that illuminates him in a great way. But sometimes you don't feel it at that time. You don't comprehend it, but it doesn't make a difference. You prepared properly, and certainly you have received a full Kenyan, a full acquisition, even if you don't feel it. And in footnote Reishud Ches, he adds in a deeper understanding, he says, this is not considered a concealment of the light when you don't feel it, but rather it is a higher aspect of the light 
which is called Dveikus She'ena B'murgash, a Dveikus that you don't feel. Fascinating. And this light that the person is so connected to Hashem that you're so connected even without feeling the pleasure of the connection. As we've said, that is Dveikus Be'etzem. That's essential Dveikus. And that's a Dveikus that's sourced in a clear recognition that Hashem is the essence of reality. Even if I don't feel anything, I believe it 100%. I know there's light and I cling to that knowledge because that is essential reality that must exist. And mitzvahs are a spiritual reality. And certainly there's a flow of light that is coming from that, even though I don't feel this. And the footnote continues, and so the person should rejoice and cling to this light, the light that you don't feel. And he should say to Hashem, I am happy to show that I'm not connected because of the good feelings I get from all this. But even if I don't have good feelings, I'm still with you because I recognize that you're always with me and it doesn't depend on how good the feeling is. And therefore, when a person has the right preparation and the right thoughts, even though he doesn't feel anything, it doesn't show that Hashem is distancing himself from him. Although he's not, it doesn't show that he's not worthy. It shows that he is a person of significance. And they're testing him to see if he's only looking for the lights and the good feeling or if he has an essential connection to Kaddish Baruch. And therefore, even though even though the essential connection is Hashem, and usually it gives a great pleasure for the soul, but sometimes Hashem conceals that feeling and that pleasure from the person to see if he is happy with the essence of Hashem being with him, whether it's revealed or not. Someone who understands this will remember that Hashem is always with him, and therefore even if it's not illuminated, he's happy, because he has the opportunity to show his loyalty. And he says, Father, I am happy and I rejoice in you. Even if I don't feel the light, I cling and I'm happy with you and only with you. I'm not looking for lights because of the pleasure. Rather, I'm looking for you and the revelation of you. So this is a really, really big idea over here that... uh, person should be able to be very happy even though he's not getting any feeling. Again, I've, I've mentioned this story before, but I'll mention it again. That, you know, a person is, uh, is a couple that's married a long, long time. And one of the spouses is suffering from severe dementia and is in the nursing home. And the other spouse who's healthy comes every day to the nursing home and is there and gives her to eat breakfast. And the nurses say, you know, you really don't have to come because he doesn't know who you are. And what does the person answer? I know, but I do. So even though you're not getting any love back, you're not getting anything back, but it's, but you know it's there. And that's how we have to look at our relationship with Hashem. My relationship is so deep, it doesn't matter if I feel anything. It's I know that I am totally connected with Hashem. And I want to do the things that make the connection strong, even though I'm not apparently getting any reciprocity. It doesn't matter because I care about you that much. 
And therefore he concludes this section and says, the main thing is the preparation, the desire with this inner light, but the actual feelings, if you marry it, it's amazing and it's a great pleasure of Dvekos. But if you don't marry it, marry it, strengthen yourself and be happy with this from a simple emuna that the one who commanded you about this is certainly giving you a flow of spirituality and you will receive it even though you don't realize what you have. But that's all if the person prepares. <laughs> what if you don't prepare at all? And you're not yearning to receive the light. So, of course, in general, you're not going to feel anything. And even if you feel something, it's not a Kenyan, it's not an everlasting feeling. Because Hashem wants us, it says to me, give me your heart. Hashem says, if you want me and you want my light, and I see, and there's a, a willingness on your part to prepare in everything, no matter how it is, that's what matters. If you want, I will receive it. And that's how he ends this section. Remember when we light the menorah tonight, it's such an awesome time. And so much real spiritual light is unleashed at this time. Some of us may feel it, some of us may not feel it. You gotta prepare yourself. There's different philos that tzaddikim would say before they lit. And although we're supposed to have some kavana that we're now bringing a light from the deepest places to, to shine and illuminate, you don't feel it? Okay, maybe you didn't prepare enough. But the feeling isn't what's important. The feeling is to say, even though I don't feel anything, I'm loyal to you, HaKadosh Baruch. And I'll light no matter what. And I hope that your light will shine onto the world and change the world for a better place. And that's, and that's, and, and be happy with that. And maybe, you know, you're much happier when you eat a donut, but that's just a physical pleasure. But to be privileged to light the menorah and to show that Hashem exists and to demonstrate that, you say, that's that's what my real pleasure is. Even if I don't feel that 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 pull and, and that oineg that you get from this. Which leads us to the next essay, which is called Darche Hadvekus, the pathway of cleaving. And that now starts us on page Shin Tes 309. And there's a number of chapters. And the first chapter is called Shabbos He Tanug Ruchani Lenefesh. Shabbos is a spiritual pleasure for the soul. And there's six little subsections. And the first one is, is that the pleasure that we're experiencing is the essential connection with Hashem. The Navi Yeshaya says, You will call the Shabbos a delight. And therefore the Navi is revealing to us that the essence of Shabbos is a day of delight and the essential existence of Shabbos brings a delight to our souls. As the Kabbalists write, Shabbos is a delight for the souls the seventh day is a delight for the spirits and, uh, and an Eden-like experience for the nefashas. Now, this idea of oneg is a very deep and important concept. 
as Chazal say in the Sefer Yitzira, Ein Lamalame Oneg. There's nothing greater in the world than Oneg, which is delight. Because the Oneg reaches the deepest perfection of the soul. And that's the secret of the inner Oneg that the Jewish people get on Shabbos Kodesh, because the light of the Shabbos, the light that reveals the unity of Hashem in the world, brings the soul to a very high and inner place of the most extreme, to a place of perfection. And where there is perfection, there is delight. When there, when you've done, when you've arrived at the destination, so to speak, that's the great pleasure. And now you're getting to the completion of the soul's connection to the world. Subsection base. He says, now we have to reflect. Why is this concept of oneg, of delight in our service to Hashem, so primary? Why is it so important that the Shabbos itself is called the name of oneg? So to understand this, we have to preface and we have to define what is the concept of oneg. And what is it that causes us to have feelings of soulful oneg delight? So the concept, the definition of ta'anug, ta'anug or oneg, is a pleasure that the soul gets from its connection with its source, which is Hashem. That is oneg. The soul's pleasure of getting in contact with its root, that's Hashem, because the soul is thirsting all the time for the light of Hashem, and when he feels the light and connects to the source of its existence, it creates a reaction that's called ta'anug. And all the feelings of ta'anug that are in the world only comes of the connection of the soul with the infinite light. And he says, and not only when we're engaged in spiritual pursuits, like learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, that the pleasure comes from what is concealed within the infinite light. And any activity that causes a connection to the person of the light and causes them to bring the flow with new lights is, is what brings this. But also, as it were, even physical pleasures that are in the world, their true essence, if you can really dig deep, is the divine sparks. And the soul will have pleasure with that connection of those divine sparks. And that's the inner point of all pleasures that exist in this world. Because they're all rooted in the source being a Kodesh Baruch. And therefore, in footnote, Reishu Tess, he says, and since the Ta'anuk is the point of connection with the soul and the source of its life, Therefore, the Tanug is the main thing for creatures. And the Tanug is the highest and deepest thing that are within the powers of the soul, and that's its essence. And as the Kabbalah calls this, this Tanug is called Pnimius HaKeser, the inner content of the crown, which is a very, very deep part of the soul. And if reflect, we'll see that whatever moves a person to do anything in life is that a person should have satisfaction in Tanug. Now, there's a correct way of doing that and a corruption of it. If we're going to decide pleasure is from phony pleasures, that's going to motivate us too. But the true motivator is pleasure. But the question is, what kind of pleasure are we looking for? 
Now, subsection Gimel continues and says, and therefore it's not possible to have dveikus, cleaving and connection in our service Hashem without there being pleasure. As the Sakachev Rebbe, the Igle Tal, mentioned in his introduction to his halachic work, he says, the main connection with the light of Hashem, that nature is to create a pleasure for the soul and it fills you up with life. And therefore, if you want to experience the pleasure of your service to Hashem, which is the fundamental aspect of serving Hashem, so when a person delights with this connection to Hashem, he's showing that the soul is feeling the light of Hashem and his servant's service is acting properly. You know you're on the right track if you're getting a, your soul's getting a tremendous pleasure from this connection to Hashem. But if someone who, God forbid, does not have pleasure in that way, that could be a sign he's very far away and his soul is concealed and you're not successful in feeling this connection with Hashem, you're still finding yourself on the outside and your service is lacking very much. Now he adds in the bracket, sometimes we don't feel the pleasure because we're in a state of constricted consciousness. But maybe that's just a test where Shem is Bedafka concealing it, but it doesn't necessarily mean your soul's in a bad place. So we don't always know. Does it mean that you're really far away from connecting to your soul? Or is Hashem testing you? Either way, you know, it's it's a reality that can happen. Now, which now leads us into the next couple of sections that really gets us, and we're repeating the idea we started off the class with. We're dealing with the concept of of altruistic service to Hashem. So he says, clearly the straightest way to achieve success is if a person does not seek out the pleasure for pleasure's sake when you serve Hashem. Don't serve Hashem in order to get the pleasure. But rather you want the essential connection with Hashem even if there's no pleasure associated with it. And you're serving only to merit the essential connection to Hashem, even if there is no pleasure. Now, Lamaisa, if there is a pleasure, well, then that's showing us that there is a great connection with the soul and Hashem. And that should be natural. When a soul connects to Hashem, it should be happy. And if a person serves Hashem properly, you should feel a pleasure. But still, it's clear that when a person feels the pleasure, sense the pleasure in his service, it doesn't take away from it and it doesn't make it not for the sake of the mitzvah because that's just the way the connection shows. In Adarabah, the Torah says, and to heal him, Tamuru, taste and seek, he told Hashem, Hashem is good. And it says, Ostisana Hashem, you should delight in Hashem. Of course, it's what Hashem wants. The fact you're having pleasure doesn't mean you're Shalolishma. The whole purpose of the creation is to give a pleasure of connecting to Hashem and enjoy the radiance of the Shekhinah, as the Mesil Shasharim says. That's the idea of God Eden. It's the idea of Tzadikim sitting and delighting with the with the splendor of the Shekhinah. Of course, Hashem wants to have the pleasure. And the fact if you're having pleasure doesn't mean you're Shalol Lishma. But the fact is, but you shouldn't be doing it, but Davkin, only to have this nirvana feeling of connecting to Hashem. And that's why I'm into it. That's the Shalol Lishma. The, blem- the definition of the blemish of Shalolishma is when a person 
is putting the pleasure as the goal and the whole reason I'm doing it. And that's something all we have voted is I shall have pleasure. Lishmoh is the person wants just to have primarily a connection with Hashem. And that's why I am connecting with Hashem. And I'm working so hard. And if I happen to get a pleasure from that and the soul enjoys the connection, it doesn't take away from my Lishmoh. But it's the opposite. It's showing that there is a good connection. That the soul is feeling HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But I didn't serve Hashem already get the pleasure. And the greatest sign for this, the greatest litmus test, is if a person serves Hashem for the pleasure, then it doesn't matter from where he gets the pleasure from. If you're serving Hashem for, for the purpose of pleasure, so what if someone else will give you the pleasure instead of Hashem? doesn't matter. But if you're going with Shema, then you don't want any other pleasure. You only want the connection of Hashem, even without the pleasure. And therefore, Lamaisa, the connection with Hashem, that essence is the pleasure. And the pleasure is only the result of a proper connection, because that is the reality. And once you have the connection, you have that reality, then of course, if there's a pleasure that comes out, it says, okay, you've done a good job. Very important concept, because a lot of us are get disappointed. I don't feel the pleasure. I don't want to get involved anymore. You got to realize it's not always going to work. And that's not why you're, you're, you're a from Jew. You're not a from Jew just so that, in other words, if you're looking just for the pleasure, then you're no different of a narcissist than a regular narcissist, but you found a better form of narcissism. You have a kosher form of narcissism. People take drugs, they're happy. So I'm drugged on Hashem. But Hashem doesn't make me, what if you would take uh, this cannabis and it doesn't do anything for you? You stop taking it. Well, what if you serve Hashem and it's not doing anything for you? You stop you stop doing for Hashem? No. That's the point. So we shouldn't say, well, you know, as long as Judaism makes me happy, then I'm into it. If it doesn't, I'm not. No. That's the same thing with marriage, everything in life. It can't be, I mean, obviously, if you're having a good marriage, you're going to enjoy it. But you're not getting married just for the enjoyment. You're getting married to really get back to who you are, to get to the other half. That's a similar idea of Vekas Hashem. You want to get back to your source. Well, your spouse is your half source. And you don't have to enjoy it per se, but you just want to be connected to that source. And therefore, we go back to this idea. Now in the sixth uh, subcategory, he says, now we understand the idea of the oneg that comes from the essence of the Shabbos. That the Shabbos is called oneg. Because on Shabbos, the infinite light is revealed all day long, and consequently the souls are filled with oneg from that wondrous connection with the source of everything. And that oneg is completely spiritual. It's like the world to come, to delight with Hashem, and to have pleasure from the radiance of Ishkina, because on Shabbos, the Neshamas connect more and more and more to their source, and they nurture from the light, without any concealments that cover it up that could cause depression or complaints. And because the essence of this oneg, there is 
And because of this, there's halacha of Einig Shabbos, even in the physical realm. You're supposed to have a little extra food, real physical pleasure. Because you want the body to feel some pleasure and you're going to focus on the spiritual source of that physical pleasure. But that is the true Einig, is the spiritual connection that is there. Which now leads us to Perak Bays, the second chapter, which gets to the next step, which is the means of Dveikus. And now we start, paragraph Aleph is, is asking, what is Dveikus? If the light of Shabbos is the light of Amuna, because Shabbos is where the reality of Hashem is revealed to the Jewish souls in a clear way. And one of the main parts of our service on this day is the dveikus, the cleaving to Hashem. That when the light of Hashem reveals itself, the soul is drawn to it. And as it says in Tehillim, all the Jews feel, my soul clings after you. So we have to explain a little bit what is this definition that we call dveikus. What is this? And it is a feeling of connection with pleasure. So they're becoming this, this oneg and dveikus are very related terms. So here's the point. Dveikus is the feeling of a strong connection. When a Jew feels connected with Hashem with his whole heart, and he feels with his whole soul the light of Hashem, he's one with that, with a deep, with a deep connection inside. He feels so close and connected to Hashem until he feels as if he wants to be, he is with one with Hashem and he can't separate from Hashem. I feel inseparable. And you're always thinking about Hashem. And that interconnection of Dvekas comes with an awesome pleasure and awesome yearning. Because a person has an awesome pleasure from that connection to Hashem and he's mamish delighting from the thoughts of that connection and the feelings of Hashem, and he gets vitality from that. Because the Dvekas with Hashem has a tremendous pleasure that comes from this great connection, that comes from the one who brings the flow and the one who receives the flow from Hashem. And this is the Dvekas that every Jew wants, to feel this interconnection with Hashem, as the aspect is like Elokai Bekirvi, Hashem is inside of me. Tamamish feel one, and this especially happens in Shabbos, which is the day that's most suited for this. And now in section base, he says, this Dvekis is not just a Hasidic virtue, but it's a mitzvah doiraisa. It's a biblical command. That's all through Sefer Dvarim, as the Nishil Shasharim writes. He says the Torah many times commands us to have dveikus. It says to love Hashem your God uladav kabo and to cleave to Him, or ubotitbak and in Him you will cleave. Ubotitbakun and in you in in Him you will all cleave. And David Amalek says dovka nafshiacharecha my soul clings after you. All the psukim are saying one thing. It's talking about. Dvekas, that a person connects with Hashem, that he feels, I can't separate and move from it. You know? Lahavdol. You know when you have such a feeling of Dvekas? It's late at night. You're on the internet. He's like, just going to watch one more, one more YouTube. 
and you watch it and say, oh, it's so good. Just one more. And just one more. You program it, so it's addictive. Though. It's addictive. Or, you know, a big tub of ice cream. You take yourself a portion. And so just one more spoon. One more spoon. And, and go until you finish the tub. Then you're so addicted, you take another tub out. I can't leave it. Vegas means I can't leave it. Okay, so now in, in, in mundane things, we're able to experience that Vegas. Unfortunately. But when it comes to Hashem, if you really are dumb to Hashem, you're saying, I can't, I can't leave the Shabbos. I just can't leave it. Unfortunately, many people, since they don't feel that Vegas, you know, when Shabbos is over, okay, I'm glad it's already stayed till the end. And I'm happy it ended when it ended. And, you know, if you go another 10 minutes, well, I'll be patient, but I'm not Dovik to it. That's what Dovik means. I'm inseparable and I cannot leave it. Let's look at footnote Reish Chafalov. We'll end with this today. He says, this mitzvah of Ladaf Gavo, this is a fundamental mitzvah. Because all the mitzvahs, what they're really trying to do is accomplish this, is to reveal godliness and to flow upon the person. But all the other mitzvahs are outside, all that's outside of the person. You do a mitzvah and, the, and Hashem shines the light on you, that's from the outside. Dveikus is the essence of light. And that's what you are. So the deeper part of Dveikus really means to establish who you are. The Dveikus is the person himself. And that's life itself. And that's what it means when it says in, 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 in Dvarim chapter 4, verse 4, 4, 4. You are cleaving to Hashem today. You're all alive today. Dveikus is the essence of life. It's the essence of the choosing of and choose life. To choose to live a true life, a life with God, that you feel your mamash one with God. And if you think about the Sinai revelation, which was the goal of the whole Jewish people, they reached the level of first man before the sin. And that whole Sinai revelation was um, an image of the revelation of Hashem, as Chazal say, when every one of the Aseris Adibras, the first who came out, the Jews lost their soul. Because they were so connected to Hashem that was all the reality. And that vacus and that recognition of Hashem, that was called Matan Torah. Because the Torah is the comprehension that the man had of divinity. And then we merited, as it says in Dvarm as well, you were shown to know that what Hashem is. And it was with such a clarity, this truth, this infinite light without boundaries, was all of reality. And in this world, it, and, and in that, all the details are concealed in that and it's revealed in every way. So this is the dvekus. The dvekus is, I'm so, it's so me. Hashem and me, which is one. And obviously, when you have that kind of sensation, there's a tremendous amount of oneg. And that's what Shabbos is able to provide. Okay, we're going to stop it over here. Continue with Os Gimel tomorrow, Mirza Shabbos. The souls left because it's such a big pleasure.
Yeah, which is totally left left this world. They just got into Hashem's realm. Exactly.